Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So anyway, let's talk about a three-time All-Star for the Buffalo Sabres. Who wants out of that organization? Jack Eichel has more than uh, expressed his displeasure with the organization. And quite honestly, guys, there are only a few teams that meet the criteria that the Buffalo Sabres are demanding for Jack Eichel's. And the New Jersey Devils, in my humble opinion, meet that criteria. We'll talk more about what the Buffalo Sabres want for Jack Eichel and also what is his contract situation like. What has he been able to do the last few seasons? Like I said, three-time All-Star. And quite honestly, even though he played in 21 games, his production was still higher than some New Jersey Devils players in like 50 or so games. What am I hinting at? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. And quite honestly, would you be willing to give away maybe Jack Hughes or a few other players in order to get Jack Eichel? We'll see what I'm uh, hinting at. Like I said, buckle up. It's going to be a full-blown discussion. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writer Stray Matthews. And it's currently 2.38 p.m. Eastern Time, June 17, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, we are in the midst of silly season and we're going to be on the topic of the Buffalo Sabres once again. So what do I mean by once again? Well, if you missed the last episode, I basically talked about how Rasmus Ristolainen is on the radar for the New Jersey Devils and that they are very interested in making a trade for him. Quite honestly, I am not for that trade because while his offense is solid, his defense, especially his 5-on-5 defense, is pretty mediocre. However, I will give him this, and I've been talking about this for the last few months or so. The New Jersey Devils need to improve in their power play opportunity and their specialty teams in general, and he's actually pretty solid in the power play. So at one point, he actually ranked top 10 amongst defensemen in that respective category in terms of power play production. So I will give him that, but ultimately, I don't think the positives out way the negatives in this case. Now, while we're on the topic of the Buffalo Sabres, let's talk about another Buffalo Sabres player who I hinted to in the last episode who might also be on the move sooner rather than later. So as you guys know, it's a complete and utter clutterfest over in Buffalo. They're in complete disarray. You're already seeing the memes as to which prospect might go to the Buffalo Sabres and ultimately have their careers ruined. That's why I think Owen Power is electing to go back to Michigan for maybe a year so that way his draft stock can dip a little bit so that way he doesn't go to the Buffalo Sabres. Obviously, that's speculation. We'll talk about that in a future episode. But ultimately, they're trying to clear house and they're looking for possible suitors. So obviously, we talked about Ristolainen in the last episode and that the New Jersey Devils are very much interested in him. But the two other players that are on the table for the Buffalo Sabres in terms of a trade are Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt. So obviously for Jack Eichel, you know, that's the major domino piece that's going to fall for the Buffalo Sabres. And it's really sad to see that Jack Eichel does not want to remain with the Buffalo Sabres organization because the man is 24 years old. He'll actually turn 25 later this October. And you know what? He's been with the Buffalo organization for, you know, a good while. He was drafted second overall back in 2015. And the fact that he doesn't want to remain in Buffalo, and despite him being a very young player, 
you know, I, I it's really sad to see. So Eiffel Tower is falling down in Buffalo right now. And ultimately, guys, you know, I guess this is a good opportunity for Jack Eichel to probably break out of Buffalo because it doesn't look like they're gaining any traction anytime soon. And obviously, guys, you know, we're going to talk about the potential trade scenario for the New Jersey Devils. But first, I must give a disclaimer. Uh, I am not hearing any reports of Jack Eichel potentially going to the New Jersey Devils. However, they do meet the criteria as to what... Uh, the Buffalo Sabres are looking for in terms of a trade package. So we'll talk more about that in a second. But first, you know, I want to talk about contract situations and how would this affect the New Jersey Devils and ultimately, you know, how would this shapeshift our roster before we go into that much detail into certain scenarios. So, but first and foremost, you know, I've already talked about Jack Eichel potentially going to the New Jersey Devils like a few months ago before the trade deadline. Obviously, that was picking up the Buffalo Sabres. I believe they were in the midst of their 18-game losing streak and ultimately, you know, it, it, there was just rumors and speculation as to what could happen to Buffalo at the time. Obviously, the New Jersey Devils, while they weren't spectacular, they were actually, you know, playing very solid uh, brand of hockey. And, you know, uh, it was raising the question as to whether would they be sellers? Would they be buyers? Are they going to try to go for it? But ultimately, they just hit a very rough patch in their season. And that uh, resulted in them trading away Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac. Also, Dmitry Kulikov, and obviously they had to release Sammy Votnin because they couldn't find a suitor for him. So ultimately, the New Jersey Devils, they just said, you know, we're resetting and we're going to try again. They did trade for Jonas Siegenthaler because it seemed like Lindy Ruff was big on him. But ultimately, the New Jersey Devils season didn't go as planned. But it seems like the New Jersey Devils are on the right direction. But the X factor is, you know, staying healthy. Can they remain consistent? And obviously, we're going to have to see what happens next season. But I'm getting a little off track. Let's go back to Jack Eichel. So I've talked about Jack Eichel potentially coming to the New Jersey Devils like a few months ago. And, you know, I talked about, you know, is there a possibility he could come to New Jersey? And, you know, I, I, I listened back to the episode and I feel like I didn't go into as much detail as I would have liked. Obviously, it was still breaking. There were still rumors. There was still speculation. Nothing was confirmed. Nothing was set in stone. But ultimately, guys, you know, I'm hearing reports from The Athletic that, you know, trade talks are starting to pick up for Jack Eichel, especially with the uh, draft fast approaching. So the draft will be in late July and, you know, we're approaching late June. So we're like almost a month away from that big day. So obviously, you know, expect to see some trades go down. And so the talk for Jack Eichel, despite the NHL playoffs still going on, is starting to gain traction. The Buffalo Sabres sound like they're listening to offers. And ultimately, from a report from Greg uh, Wyshynski, hopefully I said that name correctly, he said, Jack Eichel said to the media, I've been upset about the way things have been handled since I've been hurt. There's been a bit of a disconnect between myself and the organization. The most important thing now is to get healthy and be ready to play hockey next year, whatever that might be. And he tweeted that out at 12.03 p.m. May 10th, 2021, so a little over a month ago. So obviously we're seeing the frustrations from Jack Eichel. It doesn't seem like he's very satisfied with the Buffalo Sabres organization. So if you guys need some reference, Jack Eichel was only able to compete in a very minimal season this year despite, uh, you know, there being 56 games. He only competed in 21 games. He had two goals, 16 assists for a grand total of 18 points. So, you know, his numbers were pretty solid for someone who played in 21 games. So, like, you know, we know how that feels when a player uh, misses, like, two-thirds of the season. I think in uh, Jack Eichel's case, it's a little bit more because Nico Heizer missed a good amount of time due to injury. So, you know, what happened to Nico Heizer? He also played in 21 games. 
He had six goals, five assists for a grand total of 11 points. And Nico Kieser was on the second line. So, you know, the second tier offensive players, he was leading that team. And obviously, you know, he did more than what the stat sheet showed. And obviously, you know, that that was uh, Nico Heizer's production in terms of what he was able to do this season. And ultimately, you know, we were praising him and I called that the captain line. So ultimately, you know, if you just need some reference as to what Jack Eichel is potentially capable of doing if he is given more game opportunities. So obviously for Jack Eichel, his contract situation, it's going to be very expensive to say the least because he signed an eight-year, $80 million deal before the 2018 and 2019 season, and he just completed year three of that. And he has a $15 million signing bonus, and his average salary is $10 million. He will be an unrestricted free agent uh, in 2026. So obviously, if we were to trade for Jack Eichel, it's pretty much set in stone, and this is like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be stuck, Okay. So, um, you know, the, the way I see it is that, um, you know, I, you, you guys know how I feel about long-term contracts. I talked about it in my Dougie Hamilton episode a couple of days ago. You know, long-term contracts are a huge risk because, you know, it's just like everything is set in stone. This is like guaranteed. But at the end of the day, even though the player might be good, you know, it still puts you in a very bad predicament because what if that player doesn't pan out and you're stuck with their contract because you can't trade them, you can't release them. And obviously with a player with uh, the resume of Jack Eichel, he's definitely going to demand for some incentives for his, you know, contract. So obviously whether that's a no movement clause, whether it's like, I want this amount in my signing bonus, whatever the case might be, obviously he can't negotiate that now. But, you know, I'm just speaking from a hypothetical standpoint. It's one of the reasons why Edmonton is kind of in a tough situation so we talk about Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl so even though they're very good players you know you you got to pay them and ultimately you know it's hard to build around them so when you get a player like Jack Eichel there's no guarantee especially since he's coming off an injury riddled year there's no guarantee that you know he'll be the same player as he was let's just say at the age of 22 versus the age of 28 because remember guys he's going to become an unrestricted free agent after the 2025 and 2026 season and that's going to be before he's uh, 30 so you know ultimately you know if he does become an unrestricted free agent if the devils were to get him then you know uh, he'll become an unrestricted free agent before uh, the age of 30 so you know if it doesn't work out and we're looking for a trade situation similar to what the buffalo sabers are doing at least we could say well he's young you could develop him he still has some Uh, energy in the tank left but you know ultimately it's just a huge risk because you know it puts you into a certain predicament in terms of like you know how do you shape shift your roster how do you build around those players especially when you don't have the money since you're giving it most of it to uh you know someone like Jack Eichel obviously you know how do we keep certain players that we want to keep can we uh, convince someone to take a pay cut? Ultimately, it puts you into a tough situation. Now, you do have your centerpiece, but ultimately, you know, you do need to think of the repercussions with it. So it's one of the reasons why I hate that there's no salary cap in like a sport like the MLB because it's like you sign all these players to like, you know, 15, you know, $500 million deals and you're stuck with that player. So hypothetically speaking, if you sign that player to a 15-year deal when they were 20 and, you know, you're stuck with them until they're 35, that same player will not 
not be the player that they once were when they were 20 years old because they're older. So there's no guarantee that, you know, they'll have that same amount of production. It's nice that you're committed, but at the same time, you know, that's just the risk of long-term contracts. It's one of the reasons why I like that in a sport like in the NBA, there's a salary cap and there's only a certain amount of years you can sign a certain player. It makes things a little easier, which is why, you know, you see more like uh, trades happening in the NBA in terms of superstar players. So ultimately for the New Jersey Devils, I just need to say like, you know, Jack Eichel is a good player, but you need to, you know, bring in these factors. He's coming off an injury riddled year, similar to Nico Heizer, and he's also, uh, you know, very expensive. He's not cheap. And, you know, I'll talk about what the Devils potentially would need to give up. But first, I need to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from betonline.ag. So I bet Jack Eichel will not go to the New Jersey Devils, but still, it's fun to, you know, discuss these certain things. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. By the way, my pick to win NL MVP is Jacob deGrom, and my pick to win the AL MVP is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams are in full swing in their playoff runs, especially in the NBA and the NHL. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember, use that promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And remember to gamble responsibly. So obviously this Jack Eichel deal will not come cheap in terms of, you know, salary and in terms of what hypothetically the Devils would need to give up. So obviously we'll talk more about what the Sabres are demanding for Jack Eichel because obviously they have to compensate for that. But obviously, guys, uh, you know, in terms of money, finance, salary cap, the New Jersey Devils actually are pretty flexible in that regard. And, you know, I've been reading a lot of articles. I've been doing a lot of research. And the New Jersey Devils can actually afford this. So, obviously, I talked about Jack Eichel's contract. He just completed year three of his eight-year, $80 million deal. So, obviously, that means a team would have to be committed five more years of Jack Eichel if they were to hypothetically trade for him. So, uh, with the NHL being in a situation where the cap may not move up much, if that at all means that there will be teams looking to shed salary to stay compliant next year. So the list of teams able and willing to take on five years of Eichel's uh, contract at $10 million per would be longer if they were uh, more able to do so. Now, New Jersey only has a shade over $45.5 million committed to the roster for next year, projecting over $36 million in cap space, and they only have three forwards signed beyond the 2021-2022 season. Obviously, you know, uh, this was uh, from an article from a few months ago. Uh, the most recent signing that we did was Nathan Bastion, but that shouldn't affect anything too much. So New Jersey could use the ability and size of Eichel, and they can also afford him. So, you know, should we go all in for Jack Eichel? But now here's the big, you know, million-dollar question. What are the Buffalo Sabres going to demand for Jack Eichel? Because obviously, guys, you know, we're hearing rumors. We're hearing rumblings. And this is trending on Twitter at the time of this recording. So I really hope this does not jinx anything because I don't really have the best of luck in this regard. So the Jack Eichel trade is going to be big, according to Byron Batter. He says it will likely include at least a significant roster player, an A-level prospect, and a 2021 first-round pick. There are 10 teams that should have no chance of landing Eichel because they lack one or more of these crucial three components. So obviously for the Jack Eichel trade, let me repeat that. A significant roster player, so, you know, that's uh, something to keep in mind. An A-level prospect, we got that. And a 2021 first-round pick, 
We definitely got that. So, would you want to trade, essentially, Luke Hughes for uh, Jack Eichel? I'm just saying, you know, who would you rather have? But, you know, ultimately, guys, you know, I talked about how the New Jersey Devils are in desperate need of defense. But if someone like Jack Eichel is available, then, you know, we need to, you know, you know, entertain the thought at least. I'm not saying go all in for him. But at the same time, you know, with Buffalo being in the position that they currently are in, why not? So, like, why not try to make your rival weaker? Why not make it a little tougher for them? So, obviously, guys, you know, we need to talk about potential players that the New Jersey Devils could give up. So, obviously, this is going to be a blockbuster deal. So, when we're talking about a blockbuster deal, we're not talking about, you know, just a few prospects, a few draft picks. We're not talking about, like, the Palmer and Zajac trade where, you know, where we get just, like, a first-round pick in exchange for them. I am talking about something bigger. Like, this is, like, a full commitment. So, I'm talking about a major player. I'm talking about someone like Alexander Holt. And I'm talking about, uh, you know, the fourth uh, overall selection in this year's NHL draft, despite the Sabres having the first overall selection. This is what I'm talking about because, obviously, like I said, I must repeat myself, the Buffalo Sabres are going to look to compensate for Jack Eichel. So, let, before we talk about potential players that the New Jersey Devils would need to give up or, you know, potential players that might, you know, have their names drawn in that sweepstakes, let's talk about Jack Eichel and what he brings to the table for, you know, potentially the New Jersey Devils. So, obviously, last season was an injury-riddled deer for him. He played in 21 games, had two goals, 16 assists for a grand total of 18 points. That's actually a pretty solid production for someone who played in 21 games because Nico Kieser was in this similar situation as him. And he only played in 21 games. And we rave about how well Nico Heizer did in his 21 appearances. But look what Jack Eichel was able to do in just 21 games, missing two-thirds of the season. And overall, still able to have that kind of production in terms of assists. Obviously, goals, I'm sure he wished he could have had more. But ultimately, guys, you know, what more was he supposed to do? The Sabres were just in complete disarray. They got a new head coach. And then... You know, obviously, it just went south for them. So, you know, for the Buffalo Sabres, their organization is pretty bad. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to, you know, just give pity to Ristolainen and just say, you know, maybe his stats are bad. Maybe his production is bad, but maybe it's just the organization and how they run their play scheme. So for Jack Eichel, it seemed like, you know, uh, Buffalo was getting a little tired of him. It just seemed like that they lost hope that he would, you know, want to remain with the organization. So, Ultimately, guys, you know, I, I I think Jack Eichel has just given up on Buffalo. I think Buffalo has given up on him. So, you know, uh, if he were to, you know, dress up for the uh, Buffalo Sabres starting next season, I would expect him not to, you know, go 100%. I think he's going to be like, you better trade me. Otherwise, I'm not going to give you what you want. And you're going to be wasting all this money for me. And ultimately, I will find a team, you know, a few years from now. And they will be willing to take a chance on me. Because like I said, I'm below 30. I'm a very good player. Because how good of a player is Jack Eichel in 68 games played during the 2019 and 2020 season campaign? He put up 36 goals, had 42 assists for a grand total of 78 points. The season before that, 2018-2019, 77 games played, 28 goals, 54 assists for a grand total of 82 points. And then let's look at uh, one more season, 2017-2018, in which he played in 67 games, had 25 goals, 39 assists for a grand total of 64 points. So obviously, Jack Eichel, um, you know, he's a three-time All-Star at the NHL level, 2018, 2019, 2020, which is the seasons that I read off. And then he was NHL All-Rookie Team back in 2016. He also had a pretty successful college career, but we don't need to talk much about that because we're talking about NHL level. But the one thing I want to talk about for Jack Eichel is that, you know, we talked about this with Rissa Lyon in the last episode, which is, Let's look at his even strength offense, and let's look at his power play offense as well. So last season, in 21 games played, his even strength, he had one goal, eight assists for a grand total of nine points. Now let's look what he did 
in the power play for uh, the Buffalo Sabres. So obviously, guys, you know, uh, we're, we're looking for a power play production from certain players because our power play, our penalty kill, it absolutely sucked this year. So we're going to look for, you know, players that could potentially, you know, help us out in that regard. So one thing I want to talk about Jack Eichel's power play production is that it's eerily similar to his even strength offense. So in 21 games played, he had one goal, eight assists for a grand total of nine points in the power play opportunity. Let me read you the stats again. 21 games played, one goal, eight assists for a grand total of nine points in the power play. Even strength. Same exact stats, guys. So, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, things are pretty similar in that regards uh, for Jack Eichel. And now, you know, let's look at what he did the season prior, 2019-2020, in the power play opportunity. 68 games played, had 11 goals, 16 assists for a grand total of 27 points in the power play opportunity. So if we were able to get Jack Eichel, he would completely shapeshift our power play unit around. So I'm just saying, like, you know, we're struggling in the power play. We're looking for answers. We're looking for just some sort of redemption in the power play opportunity. And Jack Eichel is that right there. And then, you know, when we look at his even strength, uh, you know, production, 2019-2020, 68 games played, had 24 goals, 26 assists for a grand total of 50 points at even strength. So Jack Eichel is very good at 5-on-5. Five five. He's good in the power play. And ultimately, guys, uh, he provides something that Nico Heizer and Jack Hughes don't really provide for the New Jersey Devils. It's not their fault. It's not their production, but it's something a little different. We'll talk more about that in a second, but first I need to give you guys the second and final live read this morning, and it comes from rockauto.com. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock on all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket. So save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years rockauto.com prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you could ever need brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet so go explore their easy to use website today to find a solution to all your auto part needs so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So we've been talking a lot about Jack Eichel in this respective episode. We talked about his contract. We talked about his stats, what he can bring to a roster and an organization. And just to prove my point even more and how he can help our power play offense out just a little bit more. So we talked about his stats in which he had one goal and eight assists in power play opportunities last year for the uh, Buffalo Sabres in 21 games played. He would actually rank second on the team in power play points. I'm just saying. So, like, if you guys need some reference, Pavel Zaka led our team in power play points with 11 last season. And next was Jesper Bratt at 8. So, if Jack Eichel was integrated into our roster and uh, just kept the same amount of stats in 21 games played, guys. In 21 games played. Jesper Bratt played in 46 games. Pavel Zaka played in 50 games. 21 games, that's half. That's, that's not even half of that. So, uh, if Jack Eichel was integrated into our roster and kept those same stats on the power play, he would be second on our team 
and that's in 21 games played, guys. I, again, I can't reiterate that enough. So I'm just saying, Pavel Zaka led our organization in power play points last season with 11. I, it's so hard me saying last season because the season ended just a few months ago. But still, it's just like so hard. I haven't seen the Devils play in a while. But anyway, uh, going back to what I was saying, Pavel Zaka, 11 power play points in 50 games played. So think about that. Just think about that in reference. So what's the one thing that Jack Eichel can provide to our organization is something that Nico Heizer and Jack Hughes physically can't provide? Well, from a physical standpoint, Jack Eichel provides size. So here's the thing about Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer, and this is not a knock to them. I love both players, but at the same time, you know, they're young and obviously can they still grow? Can they still develop? Maybe Jack uh, Hughes can hit a growth spurt because he's only 19, but Nico Heizer's 22. I think this is around the age where you stop growing, but you know, both of them lack uh, size. And that's the one thing that we were talking about Jack Hughes during the course of uh, last year's offseason, which is that he needed to gain some weight because he was moved off the puck a little too easily. So obviously for Jack Hughes, uh, his main goal was to gain weight. And, you know, he did so. And then he lost it, you know, towards the end of the season. But, you know, at the same time, you know, he's just a naturally, you know, skinny guy. Hopefully his metabolism can slow down just a little bit. So Nico Heizer is six foot one and is 175 pounds. Hughes is five foot 11 and 175 pounds. Now, Eichel is six foot two and weighs 205 pounds. So he has about 30 pounds on both Heizer and Hughes, and he has a couple inches on Hughes and one inch on Heizer. So obviously, with uh, Jack Eichel being the player that he is, he can provide that sort of aspect to the New Jersey Devils, which is just size. Because you know, I've been talking about Owen Power the last um, you know draft episodes or so, and I talked about how. His size is something that I looked at. Rista Lyon was also a big defenseman. That's something I talk about. So, you know, size is important in the NHL, especially with how fast the game moves. And, you know, with Eichel Tower being the player that he is, I think that, uh, you know, with his size, his speed, and ultimately, you know, just his production during the course of the, you know, last few seasons, maybe not last season, but, you know, the seasons prior, because remember, three-time All-Star, he can get it done. Now, it's time for the million-dollar question. What would it cost for the New Jersey Devils to give up in order to get Jack Eichel? So, obviously, we talked about what uh, the Sabres are looking for. They're looking for a big-name player, a big prospect, and a first-round draft pick in this year's NHL draft. So, Obviously, the New Jersey Devils, while, you know, their players aren't, you know, the, the biggest in terms of name and notoriety, they're still, you know, like the Sabres. They're a young team with a lot of upside. And you know what? Ultimately, uh, you know, if, if we're looking at it this way, so if, if you want young players on your team, look no further than the New Jersey Devils. So the first two names that would come to mind are the two young centers. Eichel would hopefully come in as a compliment. So he's your Hughes, but New Jersey has a stable young talent that uh, could be used in this package. So I'm just saying. So Igor Sharangovich, my favorite player. Obviously, I talked about how uh, he led uh, the, the uh, rookies in points last season for the New Jersey Devils. So ultimately, you know what he could potentially bring. Miles Wood, I talked about him on the energy line and how he was a great uh, just a leader overall for the New Jersey Devils. And then obviously we have prospects like uh, Dawson Mercer, Alexander Holtz, Tice Thompson. We have we, we do have a decent amount of, you know, young talent that could be brought up and, you know, make a big enough impact in the NHL. So they're all under contract and might be considered to make the deal happen. So obviously, guys, I've been high on Alexander Holtz. Uh, I think Dawson Mercer will be, you know, pretty good for the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, obviously I wasn't the big fan of Tice Thompson, but, you know, maybe another team will be because, remember, Tice Thompson's uh, brother plays um, on the Buffalo Sabres. So, 
you know, there's that as well. So if the Sabres want a veteran on their blue line, uh, you know, keep in mind, P.K. Subban is also available because keep because remember, he is in the final year of his contract. However, I'm sure Subban doesn't really have that many options. Obviously, we're just looking to see what happens in the expansion draft. But obviously, guys, you know, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, P.K. Subban is also available for taking if the Sabres want him. So, you know, there's that. So if the Devils started with their two picks in this summer's first round and built around one of their top forward prospects, potentially including one of Sharon Govich or Wood, you know, could that be enough to bring Eichel to the New Jersey Devils? I personally think so, and I believe this does check, uh, you know, all the marks that uh, the Buffalo Sabres are demanding for in this trade in terms of wanting a big-name player on a respective roster. They want a big prospect, and they want a first-round draft pick. So the one thing I have to say is, like, look at Sharon Govich and look at Wood. Look at their production. Look at Wood's improvement. Look at what he was able to do for the energy line for the New Jersey Devils, and he's one of the leaders of our team, so he's one of our alternate captains. So, you know, we would be giving up, you know, a valuable, you know, component to our roster. So I love Miles Wood. I love his grit. I love his determination. And he could be the player to shapeshift the Sabres into shape. Because remember, just ask P.K. Subban this. Miles Wood is not afraid to get into your face. Whether you're on his team or not, he will get on you. He will uh, try to fight you. He will yell at you, whatever the case might be. So Miles Wood is personally, you know, one of my favorite players on the New Jersey Devils roster. Uh, he really won me over this season. I was a little hesitant as to why he was given the alternate captain role. But ultimately, at the end of the day, when I think of everything in context, I think Miles Wood did one hell of a job. And then obviously, we got to talk about Igor Sharangovich, my personal favorite player. So I love Igor Sharangovich. I love what he brought to the roster. I love what he was able to do for us this season. But ultimately, this is a business and you can't can't have, you know, feelings in the line of business. So Igor Sharangovich, this season, he had 16 goals, 14 assists for a grand total of 30 points. And this is a fifth round draft pick. So he can only, you know, go up from here. He's already, you know, exceeded expectations in my personal opinion, because how many fifth round draft picks end up going to the NHL or, you know, having a pretty solid career, you know, slim to none. So Igor Sharangovich has already, you know, exceeded expectations and it feels like he wants more. And he was able to do that in a 54 game season. So obviously, was it good enough for him to win the Cal their memorial trophy or you know get some recognition for it no but at the same time you know you look at the potential you look at the improvement then obviously you know at worst comes to worst you know look at Nico Heizer look at Jack Hughes if you want I, I I'd say I'd much rather give up Jack Hughes because obviously Nico Heizer is our captain so I don't think Tom Fitzgerald would be willing to trade our main captain but you know I think one player that he would be willing to trade despite you know him having a good relationship with Jack Hughes and also Lindy Ruff having a good relationship with Jack Hughes like I said line of business I think they would say okay how about Jack Hughes how about a, a top prospect and then how about uh you know our our fourth overall selection in this year's draft you know that's just what I'm saying so obviously like I told you guys Tyce Thompson Nolan Foote uh, Alexander Holtz, Dawson Mercer. We have a lot of good prospects in the organization for the New Jersey Devils, and they're going to be, you know, really good for Utica. Then, obviously, we got Kevin Ball, whatever the case might be. So, you know, we, we do have prospects. We do have the first-round draft selection. And personally, if the uh, Buffalo Sabres aren't satisfied with, uh, you know, any of our players that we're offering, then quite honestly, I could say this. Look, you obviously have the first overall selection in this year's NHL draft. I am offering you my fourth overall selection in this year's NHL draft. So that should cancel out something, just something like, you know, come on, that's a high selection as well. And that can really help you in the long run. Now, do I think it's going to happen? No. But at the same time, this is a silly season. Why not have the discussion? Jack Eichel was trending on Twitter earlier this morning and inspired me to do the episode 
but obviously we talked about his teammate, Ristolayan, and potentially could he come to the New Jersey Devils? It seems like most of you were not fans of that potential trade for anything, and quite honestly, guys, I agree with you because uh, it, unless the uh, Sabres are willing to take, you know, like, you know, uh, B-level talent in our AHL system or, uh, you know, a, a couple of, like, mid-draft picks, I don't even think it's worth the risk, and quite honestly, you know, that might even be too much for the New Jersey Devils, but, you know, that's my personal opinion. Let me know what you guys think on Locked on Devils. Thanks for listening. Uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And, you know, like I said, the Jack Eichel deal, I'm not really hearing any reports that you could go to the New Jersey Devils. But, you know, ultimately it is plausible and we can't afford them, like I told you guys. So uh, let me know what you guys think. I love hearing your opinions. Do you, would you want to see Jack Eichel on our team? Would you be willing to give up someone like maybe like Igor Sharangovich, Miles Wood, Jack Hughes, maybe even Nico Heizer, maybe one of our prospects and uh, obviously probably most likely our first overall selection in this year's NHL draft at uh, fourth overall. But, you know, uh, could it happen? It could. Could we be on the phone for Jack Eichel? Probably. Uh, Will Tom Fitzgerald make the risk to get Jack Eichel onto our organization? I don't know. You know, I I don't know what Fitzy is thinking. But, you know, ultimately, I trust him. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.